creatures of the night. We don't go to bed until the sun rises. We have iron deficiencies, among other rare blood disorders. We are the one podcast where we rate movies 25% under, according to Rotten Tomatoes. This is real rotten. That was the wrong intro. You did the wrong <laughs> intro. We have a new cat. We have a new slogan. Remember? I oh ca- no! I came up with it a couple days ago, and I screwed now- up my audition, boss. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you're you're fired. Great. You're not in the vampire gang anymore. I'm sorry. You're kicked out of the vampire gang. Uh, we're not called the Bloods. Cut Hold that. <laughs> you mean that one of us might not really be a vamp kid? This is real rotten. The podcast, the definitive the, podcast. That, I missed the D word. I'm 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 sorry. I missed out on the, the D definitive word. podcast for movies under twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Ah, that is our. Uh, it's the new slogan yeah, of real rotten. Yeah, one hundred thirty episodes in, we finally figured out our our niche, and that's that's our niche. Speaking of niche, I am Nick, and that is Stephen. Great. And this is the podcast where we are going to talk about ma 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 Morbius. Are you looking forward to it? I mean, I'm I'm not not excited. Uh, if that makes any sense. Do you have uh, siren sounds on your uh, little laptop over there? No, you I got, got any little siren? You I got little this. siren sounds. Can't wait. Okay, well, yeah, there we go. Emergency pod. That's yeah. what this is. This is an emergency pod. We uh, went and saw the the newest edition from Sony Morbius, and we have a guest here to help us really dig into the details. He is a self-proclaimed Sony Marvel completionist, which means he's seen every episode of uh, the Spider-Man video game cuts videos. All the compilations. Yeah, you can watch all the compilations of the the cutscenes on YouTube. He's seen all those. He's seen every Spider-Man, every Morbius, and he will see every Morbius. We uh, recently, Venom... Let There Be Carnage voted uh, drunkest movie of the year last year. Yeah. So uh, congratulations! This movie had a lot to live up to. But please welcome back to the podcast, Zach. Uh, I wish we were talking about uh, Venom. Let There Be Carnage. Uh, it absolutely was the drunkest movie of 2021. Oh, you wholeheartedly uh, agree? Yeah, I'm. I'm fully in on that. That take. I love it. I wish this movie was half of what that movie was like the tone of that movie is what this should have been. Yeah. I think this movie sucked. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to I'm in psycho villain. Finkel's the mayor. Where's Dan Marino. <laughs> that's Tyrese. This the whole movie is Tyrese is, uh, is saying that to himself as he walks around. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to talk about in Morbius, but first, uh, Zach is back. Zach, I have a little, we have a little game for you to play. We have a very creepy game oh, to play. it's a creepy game. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty easy. It's called, you've just been bitten by, you've, you've taken a serum that your best friend made for you. You bit the lip of your, of your American lover and, uh, have now succumbed to the rare blood disease that he has. By, yeah. By you had this weird <laughs> thing with your knees where they would bend backwards all the time. And you were like, this can't be normal. I need to get some serum. And then you trusted probably the least trustworthy person in your life. And, uh, things went to shit. So now you're a vampire. Sorry to, sorry to tell you. And you're, and they named you Zach attack. So, uh, you're Zach Attack the Vampire. Congratulations. We're going to name some celebrities, and you tell us whether you'd Zach Attack them for their blood or not. Now, is this is this to kill them or to turn them into another vampire also? It's to drain them fully of their blood. Just kill, fully just, drain them. Of, just to kill. Drain them fully of their blood. Wipe them from the earth. You are drinking their blood, though, okay. so you got to have, have some respect, you know. You're not going to drink... You know, some real nasty blood. You know, stay away from that stuff, Stephen. Uh, okay. Stephen, 
Who do you got for Zach? Dark alleyway. Zach's walking out of it. Catches the eye of Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. I like Vincent D'Onofrio. And my mother, shout out to my mom, Laura Dubuque. She loves Vincent D'Onofrio. I couldn't bite him. Couldn't mm, do that. Okay. Okay. Any particular reason why your mother likes Vincent D'Onofrio? That's a, that's a I, must know. I don't know. He's such a fucking weirdo in all his movies, but right. I think something about him. She just, you know, she okay. loves the guy. Yeah. Do they have any like pictures together from when they were younger? And you're just Hanging like, oh, was that you and Vincent I wish. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I wish there was like a secret thing there. But <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't, think, I don't even, I don't think the up. You want to see me on the set with him in the cell? <laughs> I'll go with another Marvel. Uh, let's go in into the multiverse. Uh, your everybody's boy, Benny D. Cumberbee, Benedict Except the Academy's boy. Yeah, Benedict Cumberpatch. <laughs> uh, would you would you drain Benny D. Cumberbee? No, you're giving me guys I like. No, I can't drain Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Wait, it's not about liking too. You got to consider your hunger. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, good. I mean, like, listen, I, I'm. There's a lot of people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe I would gladly suck the blood out of, but I don't think Benny D. is one of them. Wow. Okay, okay, right. picky, picky. He likes his Benny D.'s sunny side up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say, let's uh, let's 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 make it real here. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> future. Olivia Coleman, yeah, I'd suck a little <laughs> Future uh, two-time Oscar winner, maybe so you could get her she, act. Yeah, she's you... done with the crown, so I don't need to worry about ruining next season. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just give you the choice of all the, the for the last one, all the Chris's. Uh, which Chris are you sucking and oh, draining you their blood? Ooh, yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, definitely yeah, Pratt. Pratt. Sorry, sorry to yeah. sorry to Pratt. Have, has there ever been a faster fall from grace than uh, Chris Pratt? I'll tell you this: uh, not, before his physical death, his spiritual death would happen because he realizes vampires are real. And 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 God's not there. That's the actual. That's the actual best <laughs> thing about the best thing about this movie is that uh, they just admit they're just like yeah, it's vampires. Like we got right, vamps. right away, they 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 see all the signs instantly. Instantly, instantly. Like, Look, we saw some goop take over a guy. Of course, it's vampires. Al Madrigal walks out and goes. Oh, what else drains their blood? Got to be a vampire. Like, Gotta there's no vampire. like vampires aren't real. They're just right to it. This movie wastes zero time with anything oh like it does not have time for which, a which single you, beat which yeah. you would think is a good thing and then it just turns it just turns out that it was more of a rush job than, the, than anything or something uh quick movie news i got one movie news for you jake gyllenhaal news as you know i'm big jake g guy everybody uh, subscribe to my future jake gyllenhaal podcast the gyllenheads he said in his new movie ambulance lance Ambulance, that uh, he thinks that it might be in the Guinness Book of World Records how many cars uh, were trashed in the making of that movie. That's a bold statement. Let the record show, I will be seeing Ambulance uh, in the theater. All we right. got we got to go. Well, you're saying the ambulance, you may need an ambulance. Uh, well, that's what, that's the name of the movie. It's capital L.A. Ambulance? Yeah, in the middle. Because it takes place in L.A. It's Ambulance. I just read to me like ambulance. Well, you're wrong. Second movie news, rank these on lowest to highest Rotten Tomatoes rating. So far. So far, right? So far, so far. As of this day. Okay. Sonic 2, the new Grindelwald Crimes of Dumbledore movie. Right. Uh, the bad guys that that animated new DreamWorks movie, yeah, and then unbearable weight of uh, massive talent, massive talent, the Nicolas Cage. Movie. So I got to go from worst to best. Yeah, go from the lowest to the highest. Lowest is got it's got to be Dumbledore. 
Uh, third lowest, bad guys. Second lowest, Sonic. Number one, unbearable. Just about got it. It is a Dumbledore, lowest, 62, positive, wow. positive. That's, yeah. that's, that's high. I was thinking like rotten. Shocking. Yes. Yeah. Sonic, number three, oh, wow. with 68. Okay. Bad guys coming in at a 94. Four. 94 already with guys. over over 30 reviews in and then Wowzers. and then unbearable weight uh, currently sitting with like 20 something reviews at 100 100 percent. this is going to be uh nick cage's finest role uh, a shell of himself we've heard <laughs> i've heard uh this is this is great because zach is back on the podcast and he he was one of our nicholas cage connoisseurs being on multiple nicholas cage episodes uh last year yeah i will be there opening day yeah you're gonna are you gonna do any research i've yeah. been seeing a lot of people saying what are the five nicholas cage movies you should watch going into this movie because they they do a lot it's a lot of like retrospective stuff too and like hints to old movies a lot of callbacks i i think you know face off uh the rock con air uh leaving las vegas raising arizona are probably the that's a nice top five five. i would say those are the those are the ones you probably want to watch before going into it yeah, I think reacquainting more than like watching something new. Maybe I'll I'll ch- I'll catch one I haven't seen and then maybe do like three or four. You got to do a couple wild cards though. You got to do some. Uh, yeah. You the, give me some. The rock uh, face one. off. Well, you said face no, off. Uh, um, what's the other one that's in the nineties? That's good. Uh, uh, the rock and and Con Air, I think, are that's uh, like peak. Oh, oh, uh, what's the the one? The boxing snake guys. Snake guys. Yeah, snake yeah. guys. Yeah, that's uh, a, Vampire's that's Kiss. One. Speaking of vampires, Vampire's Kiss uh, oh, could be man. one. Yeah, still haven't seen that. I haven't either. So maybe that maybe we'll do that together uh, if you want to, if you have time. No, you know. I, I got something to do. Okay, <laughs> fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, moving on. Let's get into it. Uh, yeah, let's get into it uh, with a little taste of uh, our current released film uh, that we're reviewing right now. Morbius. Morbius. What would you do if you could be normal and find a cure for us? After years, it's finally possible. You did it. You found a cure. Never mind, though. It's a curse. What happened to you? Something inside of me wants to hunt. You can't stay here. It's not safe. Michael, this is your chance to set things right. Are you here to heal the world or to destroy it? I don't know. Morbius, a new Marvel legend arrives only in theaters. We did PG-13. They said Marvel, new Marvel legend uh, arrives only in theaters. They did... Zach, first question to you as a completionist. They're the same face! You were going to see this anyway, but were, were you tricked into this movie, do you think? Kind of. I mean, I would say so much of this movie... Like, or so much of what was in the trailers was not in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 um, that's where like, I'm coming from, I think. Uh-huh. There's, like, there are shots of uh, Tyrese with, like, a prosthetic arm enhancement thing. That doesn't show up in the movie at all. Uh, <laughs> there's, like, shots of Spider-Man uh, posters or something, or graffiti, not in the movie. Michael right. Keaton's scenes from the trailer, not in the movie. Right. So much of it, I think, was, like cut out of this movie in the editing process Yes, that I, I feel like they don't know. They didn't know what movie they were making up until the point where they were just like, we have to release it now. Just send it out as is. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely, this movie is definitely a symptom of its own uh, uh, shelf life in that it was on the shelf for so long and people uh, wanted to make sure it was the quote unquote best iteration of it. Yeah. This I, is, I could this, only this imagine is a steakhouse chopped salad and chopped up little bits of old lettuce. I cannot know. imagine how many editors were part of this uh, and, and one can only claim credit. There's gotta be way more than, than three. 
We're going to talk about the editor that claims credit. Uh, and I think that he, he probably edited a different movie than what happened. And then they were like, this movie's bad. We have to distance it as much as possible mm. from Marvel. I don't know. I don't know. I think this the, the, I think this film is a main victim of the poor choices it was made. That, we have, that, that we'll, made. We'll, we'll pitch out some ideas later. Yeah. Uh, first, let's talk about it. Rotten Tomatoes, 17%. One of the uh, the lowest Marvel ish movie. No, it's the lowest superhero yet? movie too, right? Because you have um... no. Uh, there is one other one. Fantastic Four. The 2015 oh, yes. is nine percent. Nine percent. That is the lowest superhero. I contender. That movie was ten times better than this. Movie. Really? <laughs> oh, we're definitely yeah, having you on for a, that one. That's a bad movie, but this movie is like almost unwatchable. This bad. movie doesn't make any. It, there was multiple times where it just. I had no idea what was happening, and I was trying. I wasn't that like high or anything. No, this is a movie that does not care to explain <laughs> any of the things that happen, and all of them are worth asking questions about. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, the audience gave it seventy percent. So seventy percent. We're is, in the is minority. Incredible. Yeah. Um, That's team, an incredible rating. Hashtag for this Team Morbius has really risen up. This is already. It's already won the Oscars Best Moment for next year. Oh yeah, it's it's when it's they all do. Set. It's it's this year's. Speed entering or Flash entering the Speed Force, I think, yeah, is uh, speed force. Morbius turning into a bat. Turning into a bat. <laughs> <laughs> turns into Morbius when Michael turns into Morbius. Uh, Zach, some later research you can do for me. When he turns, he does turn into a bat at some point in this movie, right? When he's flying around? I don't think he turns into a bat. I think he turns into purple smoke. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why the purple. I, I thought yeah. that. I, I don't know why it's purple. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I guess they were like, we can't see shit if it's just gray smoke because it's <laughs> yeah. all dark grayscale in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, we'll give him a color. It's purple now. Everything he does is purple. And everything Matt Smith does is orange because. Sure. Yeah. You, color coding. You know, color coding. There. I'm convinced that I saw him as a tiny purple bat at some point in this movie, and I'm going to rewatch it just so I can watch that scene over again. I and can't that, tell you you're I think, wrong. I think he's going to be disappointed. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I went to bed after watching this. <laughs> yeah. I had nightmares about Jared Leto. Rotten Tomatoes said, Cursed with uninspired effects, wrote performances in a borderline nonsensical story, this dreary mess is a vain attempt to make Morbius happen. Uh, but the audience disagrees. What did the audience say, Stephen? You can represent the audience in this I, situation. I will definitely represent the audience It here. is your people. People, um, which is losers <laughs> you're not wrong uh i'll say it in my in my best uh audience uh blurb voice morbius is entirely the most original story but cool visuals and fast action keep things entertaining <laughs> yeah, they're just like are you a dumb person here you'll like this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh my blurb was from leslie felprin felprin of the financial times she Good said times. you can you can only imagine the carnage that must have taken place in the edit suite what kind of free time does the Financial Times where like yeah the, let's review the Financial movie. Times is like we're mi really missing out on the 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 money bros that also love movies yeah, yeah which one day I'll be one day I'll be one of those Jake Wilson of the Age uh, which an Australian publication uh, said over the years there have been plenty of mediocre movies associated with the Marvel brand but I can't recall one so blatantly willing to leave viewers shortchanged yeah a lot of shortchanging going on it's it's you're giving fives all day and you're getting. <laughs> You're getting $2 back. <laughs> Morbius is definitely your friend. Borrows 10 bucks from you to buy like some cool alcoholic drink. And then when you ask for a sip, he's like, oh, it's terrible, man. You don't want any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I, I gave you the money. Like, give me. I just want to try it just like a little bit. Like, is that cool? And he's like, no, nah, it's terrible. It's, I'm having like the best day of my life. And you're like, wait, do you said the best day of your life? <laughs> 
by the way, Nick, uh, I'll uh, I'll pay you back next week when I get paid. Zach, did you have a uh, a blurb? I do. It's by Liz Shannon Miller from Consequence, oh, yeah. uh, and she says Morbius at best will be remembered as the latest effort on Sony's part to make its nascent Sinister Six franchise happen. Oh, yeah. And like Fetch, it's hard to see that happening. Uh, I like that because it throws a Mean Girls wow. reference yeah, into love. her blurb, and yeah, it's hard to cram that into like a paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 225 reviews for Morbius, but Roger Ebert was too scared to do one. Too scared. He's, uh, not, he's not a vamp kid, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Sinister Six, I have a question for you, Zach, since you seem to mm-hmm. be the resident expert. Are, do you know what that is, and are you uh, at what cost are you willing to get it? <laughs> if the cost is like four more movies of the quality of Morbius, I'd say it's not worth it. What if the range is, the range is between Morbius and, I mean, and Venom? So the highest it ever, the highest high is Venom. Let there be carnage. I'm right with you. I'm right with the you. The lowest low is Morbius. So the next four you get are all going to be in between, and you're going to get a knockoff Spider-Man because Tom Holland won't come back to do that. Are you going to take it? No, I'm passing on. Okay, it. you're going to. Dang. <laughs> so, like, so, I, and I'm a fan, and I'm passing on that. Like the way they shoehorn Michael Keaton into the end of this movie, nonsensical. <laughs> everything yeah. about it he just shows up and then he just has his suit and he just finds michael morbius and he's like i don't know why i'm here i think it's because of spider-man i'm putting a team together <laughs> and jared leto's like i'm interested like what the fuck is that why what yeah. is any of that why why, why would does he be he interested care? at this point he doesn't even know who spider-man is it appears he like. doesn't know who spider-man is he doesn't know who this guy is he knows who venom is he's, and he's like fond of venom <laughs> Like, yeah, in those movies, I feel like people don't know who Venom is in the Venom movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his, his whole thing is he's trying to like stay away from people finding out who he is. Yeah, keep it quiet. Um, so so Zach, I'm sure you're with uh, with me on this boat. If they fuck up Craven the Hunter, I'm gonna be super pissed because that you know that movie's coming. That's an upcoming movie. You're aware of this? It's coming. It's Aaron Aaron Taylor Aaron, uh, ATJ Johnson yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Aaron Taylor Johnson. Ass. By the way, yeah, he's kick-ass, and he's you know everything he's done recently. I mean, he had a small cameo or a small bit in uh, the the Kingsman prequel. Yeah, the Kingsman, um, the Kingsman. Uh, he's he's in Bullet which Train, I, which I saw and was was not movie. great. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah, looking forward to Bullet Train. I can't I can't yeah. fucking wait for Bullet Train. Actually, yeah, Bullet Train looks great, and I think he's having a little resurgence. And I think he's a good actor. I think I think I think Craven has a chance. And I think I don't think it will be Morbius bad. I think like. If you replace Jared bad. Leto... No, what I'm with, saying, yeah, it can't be bad. That's my point. I think it has a chance to be better than this. I really hope so. I'm rooting for I it. I really hope it's better than Venom. I'm, I'm saying it that. I'm saying that. I have well, high expectations for Aaron it. Aaron Taylor Johnson was uh, Craven the Hunted back when he was a, a young adult, and that's when he married his, uh, his now wife. Yeah, 52-year-old yeah, director. Fi- yeah, who's much older than him. Uh, Sam Taylor yeah. Johnson. Sam Taylor Johnson. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, let's. <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie. Actually, I have the perfect. I have the way to solve the Sinister Six movie for Morbius, especially. Have him come in. Have him be Spider-Man's first kill. First kill ever. <laughs> Just like start start the Sinister Six movie. Morbius flies in. Jared Leto gets his one. He gets one scene, gets and then up. he just gets killed, <laughs> like just to death. Maybe like head chopped off. Something like crazy has to happen and then that just sets the tone for the whole movie and then you're like 
There's no going back. It's going to be incredible. You're welcome. You're welcome, you're Sony. Welcome, Sony Pictures Sony, Studios. you're welcome. Yeah, if Sony is Columbia, listening, that's your, that's your out. Tri-star. Yeah. Uh, we're going to straight to the facts. This movie was released in March 2020. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was released in July 20. Nope. It was released in March 2021. Nope. October 2021. It didn't get released then either. Finally, it got released in January 2022 until it didn't. And then it finally released on April 1st of this year. 2022 unbelievable but so two years later two years later i kind of wish they'd postponed it more like <laughs> just never release it keep it as that like rare rare movie that nobody ever gets to see but it's coming yeah yeah just put also, it in a vault and then just make a different movie at some point or just like in jared leto's spare time just like shoot sparing scenes and then <laughs> just like call. that's the thing they had two years to fix it yeah. I mean, fuck you! They could have reshot two movies in that span. How did they end up with this? Uh, uh, Jared Leto's prosthetics uh, took nine months to build for House of Gucci. That's why. So that took <laughs> yeah. up a lot of his time. If I had, if I had more time, uh, I would get into the research on the reshoots because I, yeah. I heard they were extensive, which just makes you wonder where it started and where it ended. Like, and where are they reshooting? Which, what are what are they reshooting? And what was what before? Like, was it was it? More? Why are you giving me six shots in a diner? Uh, and then having going back to the establishing shot every other sh- every other uh, 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 edit, <laughs> like yeah. every other edit was over the shoulder or the establishing shot, over the shoulder, over the shoulder, establishing shot, over the shoulder, over the shoulder, establishing shot. Yeah, it's then- terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then you just intersperse your other creative shots in between it. What are you doing? Well, it was rated PG thirteen. It ran an hour and forty four minutes, which was good by us. Um, a hard PG thirteen too. There's a there's some there's some violence in there, and also an F word. Yeah, not. A, used for comedy there's like a shot where he like slashes a guy in the neck on the boat yeah and it's like very well lit and just nothing no happens blood. the guy's just acting like like he's been stabbed but there is yeah no blood no sign of any actual wound but they'll put uh, cgi blood on the camera lens because that's cool yeah just multiple times like that <laughs> scene was so close to being cool yeah so close to being cool but then you're gonna have a uh, uh, random slow-mo shots of uh, jared leto uh, vampire face uh dodging a bullet <laughs> I had yeah. that in my notes. This movie thinks slow motion is the coolest it's thing. The greatest in the world. thing in the world. They were uh, like they just discovered it and they're like, oh, how about we do it here? Yeah. And here. And then they just got out of hand and nobody told them no. I mean the 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 benefit of this is that we only got an hour forty four of it. We only got an yeah, hour forty four of it. If you take the slow mo out of it and play it in real time, this is probably a ninety minute movie. Yeah, yeah. This is under ninety without question. Uh what's our main tagline, Nick? Uh, so close to being cool is the main tagline. <laughs> no, that, that's what, probably what it should have been. Yeah, just that. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of my memoir, by the way. So close to being cool. I think that that fits. It's pretty apropos. The The line between hero and villain will be broken. Will be broken. The line between hero and villain will be broken. Uh, make a blood April 1st, April Fool's. <laughs> make, a, make a blood joke here. Like, just say we'll be ruptured or something like that. Yeah, I, I stole your, uh, your, your vampire joke. Um, which is my tagline is Dr. Acula is in. That's a good one. I really like that one. Uh, no, I based this one off of your joke. So, uh, oh, thanks. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, because he's a doctor. Uh, you might feel a slight prick. Oh yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, another one. What blood type are you? I have no idea. That's what the poster would say. And then people would say, I don't really know that information. You say you should probably, you should probably go see your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zach, what's your tagline to get people to see uh, this movie? My tagline is, uh, this is one blood test you don't want to fail. Wow. Uh, I like it. So uh, first, uh, 
first actually I'll, I'll hold on to that question plot keywords based on comic marvel comic superhero vampire and blood uh those are all relevant um relevant not great taglines probably some of the worst taglines very general read, to be yeah. honest why not blood disorder yeah why not uh why not spine or like tiny back or, or uh, echolocation <laughs> <laughs> you know that this movie does curse you in the way that after you see it parts just pop back into your head when you're not trying to think about it you'll just be minding your own business walking around and then you just remember uh that he has little feelers on his ears and that he was throwing that like little cricket ball around and you're like oh yeah that happened yeah and that just happens to you like 16 times throughout the day yeah it's really your thing was gross and so dumb (laughs) your thing was gross and dumb but uh um um i guess it i guess that works in battle but also super speed works in battle i don't know they're trying to give him too many bat features right is that is that him saying i have echolocation and then having to dumb it down to just following that up immediately in case you don't know what echolocation is at radar it was God bless Jared Leto for doing his best Nicolas Cage weird impersonation. I just wanted to Was there there was voiceover for the first part of the movie, right? And then it stopped. Uh yes. When he He was explaining he was explaining stuff briefly to us and then, right, then and in there his was, own journal. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was just no more. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. No more. He didn't explain anything else. <laughs> you got enough in the first twenty minutes. You want to see all the action. We get That's it. Unbelievable. Before we get into trivia, when should we talk about our movie theater experience, Steven? <laughs> Do you think we should talk about it now no, or later? Your, no, this should be a real recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, it's We'll talk about it when we get into the movie, I yeah. think. Uh, trivia. Trivia. This was in the IMDb trivia, and I'm not sure it makes any sense at all. It said, Pokemon was used as the influence on the portrayal of Morbius's power, specifically singling out the series' use of light and color to portray the title creature's attack and abilities. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That is somebody just being <laughs> That's somebody <like> trolling. <laughs> That's somebody trolling. What, much like my trivia moment, but it makes so much sense when you think about it. Uh, Matt Smith's character, Milo, wears clothes that are the same style worn by Jim Carrey's character, Stanley Ipkiss, in The Mask, which are decide- decidedly different than the rest of the characters in this movie. His name, Milo, is also that of Jim Carrey's dog in The Mask. He also has dance moves and strike poses throughout Morbius that echo those of Stanley Upkiss when he dons the green mask. Which brings up your point, Nick. Matt Smith is wearing a mask. Matt Smith is wearing a mask. (laughs) You cannot prove to me definitively that Matt Smith is not actively wearing a mask at this moment. Yeah. I think his regular face is a mask. I'm positive that he's going to be Scooby-Doo'd one day. And we're all going to be there to Let's see, see who he really is. Who are you really, Matt Smith? Doctor Benedict who? Cumberbatch he, <laughs> in, a, in a jaw wig. <laughs> he, he really is the Doctor Who in that we don't know who he is and we'll never know. Yeah, he's, his Matt Smith is an history. enigma, in my opinion. Uh, he is. Another trivia fact that I loved, Tyrese signed on to be this detective in at least four Sony movies. So, so. is he Is he going to be in the next Venom? <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be I in the know. next this Craven? His, all I know yeah. is this was his first one, so he's still got plenty of time left. Uh, good for Tyrese. And it culminates with him getting murdered in the beginning of the Sinister Six. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. He'll probably get murdered, too, as well. Uh, Arjona? Arjona? That's how you say her name? Ar- Ar- Arjona? Arjona? Yeah. Audrey Arjona, uh, who plays... Uh, Martine, she talked about her character in that she thought that her character was basically AOC. She said, I remember seeing an interview with AOC and thinking everything about her is Martine. She's youthful. She's fun. She cares about the way she looks, but she cares even more about what goes into her brain. 
She's passionate when she speaks. You can tell she's done her research. She's going to be listened to no matter what, no matter who is in front of her. So she was my starting point, a nice way to start my engines. So good for her. Is it done? How much is in there? Good for her. I think that she was a pretty unprofessional scientist oh, and man. maybe had was morally bankrupt as a person. Uh, morally corrupt. Absolutely. He comes in. Jared Leto has like a super villain speech to her when he's like, am I crazy or am I going to like change the world with this revel? And she's just like, yeah, okay. She was very. Like, that's the speech that like a super villain gives at the end of a movie. And the hero's like, no, you're wrong. You well, can't do this. She's a solid second banana. And that's what second bananas do. They just non, non uh, go with it. She loves. Yeah, no, she's just. She's she in, immediately is like, sure, yeah. Yeah, she's into oh, vampires. Yeah. I think she's just into vampires. Yeah, that's her kink. She's I think she's just kink. like goth, yeah. Yeah, she's she, a major she, blood kink. She would go to those Blade Raves. She saw the movie Blade, and she said Blade, Ra- Blade Raves are my future. Raves, yeah. Uh, my last one was, uh, oh yeah, Jared Leto said that this was his hardest performance because... Um, not because of the stunts or prosthetics, but because the character's everyday body language and speaking style were closer to his behavior than the typical roles he yeah, plays. He didn't go method. He didn't this go is, method. This is only one was, role. This is already what Jared Leto is like. He's already just like really creepy. Uh, talks. Always have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> just like kind of hobbles around everywhere. You can't tell if he's like being serious or his tone at all. This is just it's Jared Leto every day. Is This is what he's like. This is what 25 years of jumping across stages and having orgies <laughs> with lots of 18 year old women uh, feels like. I'm convinced. If I, yeah. If you ever meet him, there's no way you would understand a word he was saying. He His character sucks. His character sucks. <laughs> like as a person, he sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Did like, you and, and hearing that Jared Leto found him most similar to himself is <laughs> not surprising. Que- question to you, Zach, since you're you're a Morbius guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, were you more morbid? You're more you're more morbid. Um do you do you wish that he had an accent? You know, I don't care about the accent. You know, you can retcon or decide where people are from it did it was weird that he's just in greece and his doctor is british right and his other friend in there is he's british also british and, and and he's just an american kid in greece who seemingly was like an orphan but had the care to be sent to like a greece special orphan hospital that's just absentee None of, parents that's just what yeah, it is like, it's like here we we take care of our blood kid we gotta go <laughs> yeah like i don't it didn't that part didn't bother me it's everything else Made little sense. Because that's the know. thing. Uh, the original character, at least the original character that was introduced to, to our generation uh, in the animated series of Spider-Man, he has a full-fledged Eastern European accent. So he like is, is known, to be, uh, known to be a foreign guy coming into the college and, and, and being, trying to be better than Peter Parker scientific-wise. And then he eventually becomes Morbius and risks. This history. movie becomes so much campier if he's doing an accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which would have probably helped the movie. I think it would have helped. Yeah. I think I, it would have helped. I think like a very campy take on this is what they should have done. Like it should have been the same tone as Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Everybody was in a different movie in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Jared Jared Harris was like, I'm just in this paycheck vehicle and I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I'm just gonna show up. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my best B plus. Dr. Nicholas, Dr. Nicholas. 
and uh, and then Matt Smith um, was was doing his best Jim Carrey bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I I wanted to be in the movie that Matt Smith is in. I think every every bit with him is the most entertaining part of this movie. <laughs> it's definitely the most. Uh, you uh, couldn't look away. Yeah, compelling. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Well, directed by Daniel Espinosa, who also d- directed Life, Child Forty Four, and Safe House, three movies that I know the uh, the poster of, but have never seen. Oh wow, you've never seen uh, Safe House? That's the Denzel movie. Yeah, I watched Child 44. Uh, it should have been so much better than it was. So. I will watch Life when I do my Jake Gyllenhaal uh, yeah, completionist. Yeah, gonna have to. Yeah. That's his only good movie, apparently, is Life. Uh, what? Because Child 44 Oh, is... Daniel Espinosa, you mean. Yeah, Espinosa's, yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not. Jake Gyllenhaal. Dude, drag me down your Jake Gyllenhaal rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this movie? Uh, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. Burke uh, Sharpless. Sharpless I looked at Burke sure. Sharpless. I assume that they're partners. I I may, may have made a bad assumption there, but he uh, he wrote Gods of Egypt, okay, future contender that we are definitely going to do because I've seen that movie and that movie is wild. They, uh, they are a duo. Yeah. They also did Dracula Untold and The Last Witch Hunter, so they're hitting on all gears. They're vampire heads. I think that they just How signed are on they to still do something else. Work? They just signed up to do the new another new Marvel movie. I think. Oh, they did the Lost in Space show. That's yeah, why they're getting work. That movie, okay. which was a decent show, I liked that show. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's. Sure. The rest of the credits you listed are awful, but that's not. <laughs> Those are all future contenders. Uh, New the last Witch Hunter is. Oh, we'll save that for Vin Diesel uh, 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 fall because that's when the, the, the wine harvest happens. Yeah, so Diesel we'll... December, December. No, Vin for, for wine. <laughs> wine harvest. <laughs> it's the Vin harvest. November. November. <laughs> there you go. No, we did it. But, yeah. You did it. Okay, November is happening. November rain. Nick Nick Vinber is happening. Uh, all my favorite <laughs> horrible Vin Diesel movies. Who's uh, our notable? The notable. I'm gonna switch notable. I think that we should try to find the one Oscar winner in every one of these movies. Okay. I'm, I, I'm if there is. I'm one, sure yeah. that there is one in almost all of them. There's got to be right. Uh, just an award winning ca- cast member. Yeah, 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 got it. Yeah. So the Oscar winner in this is, shockingly, the editor of this movie, uh, Peto Scalia. Scalia. Peto Scalia. Who also edited Ambulance. um, Ambulance. Solo Star Wars. uh, Alien Covenant. Colon Star Wars. Alien Colon Covenant. Yeah, did a lot of Ridley Scott movies and won the Oscar for uh, editing in JFK and Black Hawk Down. Wow. So I don't know what happened to this guy. He must have gotten it, his hands chopped off in the meantime because <laughs> maybe he was the last one to touch it, so he gets the credit. I think that's or maybe he was the first one to touch it, so yeah. he gets the credit. I, I am shocked that this movie has two writers and only one editor. This seems like an eight writer, <laughs> four editor. Kind it's, of. This guy really talk to the union. This guy for sure. I, he probably is getting pretty good payday out of this. Yeah, I, you I, get the credit, you get the money. I wouldn't be mad editing this movie. And getting paid the amount of money that Unless this guy probably got. Watch the movie again after editing it. Well, for you're hours. after watching it for so many, so many times, and then you gotta watch it again because you gotta be proud of it at the premiere. Uh, uh, in this movie, who who do we got? Just run through. We got Leto. We got Matt Smith. Everybody, everybody doesn't know who Matt Smith is, and don't watch Doctor Who. He's also the Prince Philip in The Crown. Yeah, and he's upcoming he, he, Game I, of Thrones guy. I would put him in top five weird looking dudes. Top five weird looking dudes. Yeah, it's it's so he's, he's the fifth one. He's the fifth. He's we've, your fifth guy. We've been, we talked about it. We yeah. haven't been able to find the fifth guy, and I think Matt Smith is the fifth guy. So you got Barry Keegan, you got Matt Smith, you got um, uh, uh, Will Poulter. Is that Dudley? Oh no, Dudley is uh, different. Will Poulter's eyebrows. eyebrows oh yeah, guy. Will yeah, Will Poulter. 
Uh, Dudley is, you know, just say Dudley. And then. Who was the last one? Oh, uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Cody Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter. Top, top five weirdo looking guys. Yeah. In Hollywood right now. So Absolutely. I'm glad we got that list done. Yeah. You had uh, Adri Arjona, or Arjona as Martin uh, Bancroft. Martin Bancroft, by the way. What a name. Martin Bancroft. Yeah. Uh, Morally, Jared Harris, uh, Doctor Emil Nicolas. <laughs> Emil Nicolas. So he was an Italian too this whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I love that's that. why. No, that's why he was in Greece. Yeah. I love that for Jared in the Mediterranean. Uh, Tyrese Gibson as Agent Simon. Uh, Al Mad- Madrigal, Al Madrigal as Agent Rodriguez. Good and for Al Madrigal getting paid. You know what? He's a good character actor. He's not bad. You know, he's a that guy. I'm happy for him. Yeah. And then Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes, the vulture. Uh, movie plot. It's according to Rotten Tomatoes. One of the most compelling and conflicted characters in Sony Pictures' universe of Marvel characters comes to the big screen as Oscar winner R, uh, winner, you know, oh, the cop- registered trademark. <laughs> registered trademark. Winner Jared Leto transforms into an enigmatic antihero Michael Morbius. Michael Morbius. Dangerously ill with a rare blood disease and determined to save others from suffering his fate. Or just determined to live on his own accord. Uh, Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. While at first it seems a radical success, uh, that's debatable. A darkness inside him is unleashed. Will good override evil, or will Morbius succumb to his mysterious new urges? You said that so compelling at the end. One of my better reads, I would say. Uh, Not really. Radical success. A lot of tough sales in that that plot. Well, okay. I think this is where we can talk about just the movie in general. First, I want to talk about the... Our experience watching the movie, watched it last night. They didn't turn the lights off immediately. I, I went the first and ta- fifteen minutes. I went and film. talked to them, and then they turned the lights off. Yeah, but we were going to be one of those people that were just going to sit through the whole movie with the lights on. I would have been fine with it, to be honest. That's just criminal. There's no <laughs> way you could go to a movie theater and sit <laughs> sit in a lit movie theater. What is wrong with you? That's like your opinion, man. The only time that I've ever done that was uh, that, it, and they they refused to turn the lights off because of how many kids were in there was scary movie three premiere in Antioch. Oh yeah. That shit was wild. My dad took like me and two of my friends and we were just like, this place is rocking. (laughs) It was crazy. Scared of weed being smoked in there. Yeah. Reefer. That's the only ever lit movie theater I've ever been in. And then at the end, um, I accidentally knocked the popcorn box out of my hand that with, I, with a couple cans in them. <laughs> two, two empty uh, drink cans in a, an empty popcorn box. And I hit it out of my own hand directly onto the head of the woman ahead of us in uh, a row down. Yeah, a couple in front of us. While she was looking right at me. And I still feel bad about it. So I want to... This that is probably That probably wasn't the worst experience of the night for her. <laughs> yeah. if she had to sit through Morbius first. <laughs> oh, don't worry. She was on her phone the entire time. This is my uh, formal apology to her. So, oh, yeah, I just wanted to get that Good out apology. of the way. Yeah, um, but now yeah. we can now we can talk about the movie. I saw this movie opening night, uh, <laughs> and there were five people in the movie. Theater. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you saw it with a bunch of more heads and they all clapped. Yeah, was at it the, the late? End. Was it the late show? No. Okay. No, this was like a seven thirty p.m. Oh, that's Thursday prime time previews, Brutal. prime time showing, and there were five people in the movie theater. What brutal? Uh, what was the uh, reaction from the crowd? There was um, more people in our showing. There, we had some talkers in ten. We, we had some talkers in our movie. A lot, and, of, a lot of jib jabber. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of quiet what the fucks and I'm so sorry's. 
<laughs> a lot of I'm so sorry for bringing you here. That's really good. Yeah, I didn't mean to. This, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what else do we have for for that for that experience for Morbius? We didn't even want to sit through the the mid credits. We were just so uh, over. We over we left before the credits. Uh, or this, the double the double uh, double sizzler happened. Yeah, yeah. I uh, can you tell us what happened, Zach? It was just it was Vulture twice. Once? Yeah, it was Vulture twice. Kindly, they were only mid credit scenes, so you could leave right after them and not sit through the rest of the credits. Um, the only kind of thing about this movie. Uh, the first one is a shot of an empty jail cell, and then uh, Michael Keaton appears in a puff of smoke in the jail cell, uh, tying into the end of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, if you have seen that movie. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's a newscast that plays that says uh, Michael Keaton's character has suddenly appeared in this jail cell, and there's no record of him existing in this world uh, or ID for him, so they're just letting him go from the prison. Uh, and then that's how that ends. And then the next one is Jared Leto driving down uh, like the freeway in his car with a note that says, like, meet me here at this time. And then he gets out of his car, and then... Uh, Michael Keaton shows up again in full vulture costume <laughs> and says, I'm here. I think I'm here because of Spider-Man. You want to join my team and figure out what's going on? Or he's like, I'm putting a team together. And Jared Leto is like, I'm interested. I'm so uh, ready for the Marvel like, Suicide Squad. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. You know, I, I would see this movie the first week. Marvel Squad. That movie, with, the movie with Michael Keaton and Jared Leto, I would see the first week. Yeah, you, you got me sold. And, and Tom Hardy, like Tom just Hardy. the the chemistry between those people, I cannot wait to watch. Like, and, and whatever poor writer has to combine that those characters into one Someone story. Call I would story quit. I would quit my job and work as a PA for peanuts on that set just yeah. to see what, it, just to see some action. They hire in a script supervisor. Cause I would love to be a script <laughs> supervisor. <laughs> I want my job to be eat to get each of those guys out of their trailer. And how that must be the most impossible job in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, like let's talk some, uh, let's talk some Morbius. Okay. So I have two questions off the top. Uh, first question number one, I think we should rate Matt Smith and uh, Jerry Leto on their walking like kids with canes, atrophied bodies. How... They walked in the most crowded street <laughs> I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. Uh, uh, extre- extremely slow, too. Extremely slow. That was the other great part about it. How believable were... Uh, Zach, what was your believability rating on their uh, their crippledness? On a scale of like one to five, it's like a two at best. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with like, you. Around a two or three. I just, I'm glad they got that out of the way early because I could not have watched much more of that from that. <laughs> yeah. When they were both just like, when they it, they would watch them, they would skip so many scenes and like peeps, people's going places. But the one thing they love to do is watch those guys walk hobble around. Walk around on the on those the first thirty chains. minutes of the movie was just them like, huh, uh. Uh, it was if <laughs> just from like one place to another. If it lingered on any further, it would have been it would have been comical if you had no soul. So like it was right on that verge of being funny because you know it's not believable, but it's so it's not to be so unbelievable. It's it's humorous. It's just weird. It's I, just very strange. I definitely laughed when uh, Morbius lost his legs again after. Yeah, being, we started retrograding. We started yeah. retrograding. Yeah. I, I, that was shocking enough for me to just let out. 
a spurt of yeah, laughter. Yeah, because it was just like, like you're doing this right now. Like that's that's how he gets back. It's just not like him collapsing because he doesn't have cane. Does he? He has no canes to walk around in. And uh, okay, so that's my question answer. Stephen, you had one real big question. Why was this rated PG thirteen? Like this? Uh, this is just the this is the same fucking question that I had for Venom, and then Venom let there be carnage, and and every every other Sony movie that they're gonna make because I know they're not gonna make a rated R Sony movie, Sony Marvel movie. I don't understand why of all movies this wasn't rated R. He's a vampire. He drains life force out of people. He uh, rips people's throats out. How how is this not rated R with some with some violence, with some fearful scenes of uh, people getting murked, uh, some some dirty language when people are like, "Ah, oh, I'm getting bit by Morbius." Ah, shit! <laughs> like, there's none of that. It's and it's it's I, just I, a failure. It's I a would failure be shocked if it was rated R, but then they saw how bad it was and they knew they needed to get every butt in the seats that they could. I guess. And then they degraded the audience. And they made it PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it just goes back to my argument against Let There Be Carnage. It's just a fail. It's a failure of the origin of the character. It's it's not pretty. And like, I hope I hope Blade's rated R. Now I'm fearful that Blade's not going to be rated R. Blade's got to be rated R, right? <laughs> you 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 tell me. Name a rated R Marvel movie. I'll wait. Deadpool. Wow. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. Logan. Like. Like they. They work. You know. They work. But. Well, yeah. James Gray makes a movie and it's good. That's what. That's what. That's what happened there. And whatever his name is, Matt something. Yeah. Okay, Zach. Give us some of your. Give us the first quarter of your of your notes <laughs> because we know you got them. Here's the first big one. Okay. Uh, I'm not an expert on boats. That's a huge cargo ship they sail out into international. F.W. <laughs> Murnau, who's the director yeah. of Nosferatu, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say the ship is found unmanned. All the crew are dead. The only people we see on that boat are the eight mercenaries. Are we to believe that those eight mercenaries were the sole crew of that ship as well? Those are the only ones that mattered because they had guns. Bec- but the ship gets a mayday thing and it gets towed into port. Mm-hmm. No, probably. I want to assume Michael Morbius killed everybody else, like the cat, the actual captain and the mates and whatnot. Um, and then the mercs were just murked. You know, he didn't yeah. even drain the blood of them, of all of them. They make a huge deal about uh, the det- first. Okay, the inter- the scene with Tyrese and Al Madrigal where they're interviewing. Michael Morbius in jail. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, listen, eight mercenaries get murdered. We don't care. They probably were doing some legal shit, but yeah. you murdered a nurse, and that cannot stand. Nurse, and Michael Morbius, knowing full well that he did murder those mercenaries, when he's talking to Matt Smith, is like, they think I killed someone, and I, I don't know what happened. Maybe I blacked out. I don't know. He watched the security footage of him murdering those mercenaries. He saw what he did, but he's like, I don't know if I murdered the nurse, but maybe I am a murderer. He's for sure a murderer. Uh, he kills a bunch of people, and then seemingly nobody in this entire movie or universe cares about any of those mercenaries, right? Uh, at all. I thought, uh, you know, why are with that? why are the scientists hiring mercenaries to begin with? You know, what who, does Matt Smith who are they do? Hiding yeah, did, from? did they need? What's the... Matt Smith's job? Where does his money come from, and what does oh, he he's do? He's a hustler. Uh, Matt Smith's a hustler. That like that whole establishment thing of him hiring Russians to be protected from Russians. You could tell he likes he swindles people with his very little above and above average intelligence. They, they hired Doctor Nicholas to hi- hang around. So yeah, yeah, makes sense. Maybe he does it out of, out of labor of love because he feels sorry <laughs> because he's such a criminal. And then Michael Morris uh, gives him some spoilers. Well, that was the thing. They didn't embrace any of these guys as bad guys. 
guys is no. they could have just made Morbius a bad guy. He is go bad. He is everything that uh, America is right now in like a rich person that is smart with intentions who, who that has powers and abilities to do good <laughs> with intentions that could be seen as like altruistic, but in the end is really just doing everything because he's a narcissist milking everything uh every third world country and then even when he he makes a grand gesture just be like when i kill him i will also kill myself there's two vials and then you just see him just chilling yeah. <laughs> after he, he's like nah. oh he's like i made her into a vampire too so now we're just gonna be vampires together <laughs> like so it's all for nothing it, it's just like the uh the epitome of what it is to be a a, a, bil- a billionaire in america what did you guys think of uh, Matt Smith's Kaiser Sose walk out of the prison cell after talking yeah, to uh, yeah, just, Jared Leto? Yeah, just slowly but surely uh, becoming uh, becoming fully amble. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. That's not ableist at all. Yeah, good scene. <laughs> great scene. Fantastic. 100% real. Drop, like, drops him. He sneaks a blood he, bag and a flask into a whole, prison cell. Stuck a whole yeah, blood, blood bag, bag in there, and then they're just letting him drink as he's walking oh, out. Hold up. Not a blood bag. Remember, it's a bag of red. Bag of red. Yeah, I'm drinking oh, red today. Yeah. I ain't drinking no blue. <laughs> he, he says that to Michael Morbius at the end after he, like, drinks the blood of his lover. Almost lover, because I don't think they even ever smash. They, like, weirdly kiss for, like, a minute That's the towards the end. Yeah, yeah they're, they're uh, a bunch of kinky, edgers. Kinky kiss. But he though. says kinky that. He's kiss. like, oh, you drank the red. Like, he already didn't do that so many times yeah. throughout this yeah. movie. <laughs> that, that leads to one of my uh, my big things is how he drinks the blood bags. It's, yeah. it's like a squeeze it from when we were kids. That was like, you just, the only way you could drink it was to tilt it up and just squeeze it all Slam into your it. body as fast as possible. Slam it down. I thought he was going to Capri Sun it this whole time. It I was, thought he it, had like a reusable it, straw. He, he, he was really green about he, it. He was turning, he was like literally the Capri Sun personified commercial where they would drink the Capri Sun and turn into turn like into liquid. Silver surfer. Yeah, yeah, liquid people. That was what was happening this yeah. entire movie. Fair enough. We talked about Matt Smith uh, f- face being an actual mask. <laughs> he looks like Eric Stoltz in mask. If you don't know who, who Eric Stoltz is in mask, look it up. It's Matt Smith. Uh, uh, we, we've questioned Marguerite's intentions yeah. or whatever her name is. Zach, you Martin, have any other Martin, uh, observations? Uh, yeah, this movie has so many dropped plot lines and things. Uh, one of them is that girl they put into a coma at the beginning. She's gonna if she comes out of that coma, her nurse is dead. Yeah. Both of her doctors are now vampires. Like what? What? Like why even bother introducing that character? It was a medically in- go <laughs> into a medically induced coma. What does that add to this? It movie? was a medically induced Thanos snap. That's what, what it was. She, what was she? What was she doing there? She yeah. Is that like his hospital where he does his like side it's research? His research facility. Yeah, it's like so his, yeah. It's his research. It's hospital. his side research. Foremost facility. expert on blood disorders. And so you're going to go to the foremost expert on blood disorders so you can see if he can cure you. I, I am IG, I guess. Uh, um, oh, I don't understand. Uh, I have... Yeah. What you're saying, though, happened so many times in this movie where it would transition from one scene to another. And you're like, is this a different movie? The transition yeah. from that sad scene, uh, I think it's after the girl, something happens to the, the little girl. And then it just, it like wipes. It was like a wipe transition to Matt Smith dancing in his oh no to was, that music it was Jared Leto uh, complaining to to uh, Martine about something and it immediately cuts. he was like almost crying it yeah. was like a heavy emotional moment and then they and just it crash him. it just crashes Matt Smith's living his life with Matt, with fully Matt. embraced as hunger I'm gonna uh, people up Matt Smith just dancing Matt Smith dancing was the best part of this movie real good stuff uh, yeah. that was I that was peak this movie uh, if this movie had ten more scenes like that. 
I would be into it. But it's another thing that where it totally makes no sense in this movie. Yeah, I think I, I think I started. Or doesn't make all the sense. I started Morbius and then I ended on uh, Milo. Uh, the Milo part, Pilo. yeah, that was the much more interesting character. Yeah, the part Morbius I love... should have been the villain and Milo should have been the good guy who gets the powers and is like, <laughs> yeah. I have to stop this fucking lunatic. I loved when uh, um, when Milo asked for the blood or for the serum and then he wouldn't give it to him, so he yelled at him to like get out, get out, get out, and then as get he's out le- now. as he's leaving, he was just like Milo. <laughs> Milo. Milo. Yeah. Why Milo. why does he rename him Milo? And That's why does whole... everyone go along with that? Yeah. I don't get that whole running joke, running gag, no. running Even Jared Harris is like, "Oh, you're Milo now." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lush, uh, uh Milo. Uh no, you're thinking of the boy that was here before. I am Lucian. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Milo. <laughs> What a what a what a what a bully! Jared Leto sucks. His character's a dick. He's awful. Okay, that raises another question for me to Zach. Who who was the bigger bully in the beginning? Uh, uh, Michael Morbius or the Greek kids yelling out, "Oh, let's let's laugh at the freaks!" (laughs) Oh, the Greek kids were like laughably bad bullies. Yeah, (laughs) those kids just they're like waiting outside to bully the poor crippled kid. That's awful. Those <laughs> yeah. kids, those characters were awful too. I think Jared Leto's meaner though. Yeah, absolutely. That's the part that I missed because I was getting the lights turned off in the theater. So I was pretty But Jared Leto does, uh, he does save that kid's life by repairing his medical equipment on the spot in 30 seconds. With a ballpoint spring. Just, yeah, with the ball, with a spring. Yeah. Saw, saw the movie with a Greek national and he said, yeah, that's accurate. That's, that's Greek children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, said, uh, is Morbius Greek? And he said, it's greek yeah sure yeah. i have the worst one-liner i think i've ever heard in a movie is morbius when he's breaking that guy's fingers and he says and now last we're gonna break your pretty little stinky pinky it was the uncoolest thing i've ever heard anyone say while being tough in a movie ever Absolutely. it was how that made it into a movie and how Jared let like that had to be improv because if I saw that written on the page, I'd fire the writer. That's unreal. I can't believe that. It's awful. That's that, the worst thing I've ever The heard. entire plot device to get to that underground lab where he was like he saw somebody turn using multiple count, counterfeit c- bills. Counterfeit hundred dollar bills with a mustache. And then <laughs> and then he walked and then he followed them down to the underground underground, underground counterfeit lair where yeah. there's only three guys and they're all two of them are two of them are like two like two of them are teenagers too. Like <laughs> yeah. what is this fucking operation? <laughs> yeah and how is this a good enough lab for you to be working in? <laughs> this is unbelievable. Selling poppers at night, that's why. This movie this movie it gets that it gets that rating from us where it's it's a sigh movie and like when you think about how many different it's almost too much to talk about it's all about choices in this film and the choices that they made were so poor but it wasn't based on get the script out of the way because the script's a script it's it's written terribly but like the plot points were there the action was there the the character development was there kind of um, is there any character development in this movie? Like, n- I, I don't think a single character has a arc in this movie. They just go from scene to scene. I mean, Jared Leto is a dick at the beginning of this movie and nothing changes at the end other than he's like, <laughs> I have to stop Milo because I created him. But that's right. not development. That's just his goal. Yeah. There's think, nothing. Wow. The first ever straight line movie. That's pretty cool. It's like over heightened. It's not, it's not a, the development is like they become over heightened versions of themselves. Like Matt Smith was, was you didn't think that you kind of had a feeling he was a creep. You kind of had a feeling he was a scumbag. 
uh, went because he was doing nothing in comparison to Michael Morbius. Michael Morbius was trying to do great things. He just wanted to walk. Mistake. He just wanted to walk normally. Like uh, I can't blame Matt Smith. And then he and then he liked sucking blood. You know who wouldn't? You're not giving me a good love interest. You're not giving me a good side character. You're not really giving me a good bad guy. But you still know who the bad guy is throughout the film. You kind of know who should be the bad guy in this film, at least with with Morbius. It's just. It's everything done post post filming. Poor, poor decisions. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Uh, any last any last things you wanted to talk about, Zach? Before we uh, move on, uh, just a couple lines that you know he's so the guy asked him at the beginning, "Do you need a doctor?" And he says, "I am a doctor." <laughs> yep, that was a good one. I am a doctor. Uh, he says it in a really when weird he's being way. interviewed by the FBI. He says, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Or you don't want to yeah, see yeah, me when I'm hungry. Yeah, you give that call back. Call back to the um, Incredible Yeah, Hulk. he did the I Am Venom, and he did the you won't like me when I'm hungry. And, yeah, They're just and like... I Am Venom, out incredibly out of context. Just, <laughs> yeah. again, like, that. That uh, it's shocking this movie was written by two people. It's bad. From the <laughs> No, that's exactly why it's written by two people. People <laughs> couldn't agree on it, and then the producer coming in and saying, we're going to write this, because you guys can't agree on a better line. It feels absolutely like a studio executive on set was like, hey, try this line instead. And then they show, they shoot it just because he's there. And then in post-production, they're like, no, let's use that take. <laughs> we, we, we all decided we like that one. Uh, or you we, reference we, better yeah, for yeah, yeah. inexplicable reason. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Jared Leto is just like in the room. He's just like, this is my legacy. Please don't ruin it. Uh, speaking of legacy, <laughs> yeah, who who worked for you, Steven, in the movie? Uh, I appreciated the apparent underacting that Jared Leto put on for this role <laughs> and how it was so quote-unquote real because this, to me, would be Jared, Jared Leto in real life, would be uh, just a weird guy hanging around, tinkering. Big tinkering guy. Yeah. Because I don't know what songs he's writing these days. I thought Jared Harris was the best actor in that he was technically the best actor in this movie. Technically, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, underappreciated, uh, Jared. Jared, Jared uh, better death for for him. He he did have a bad death scene. I'm really, gonna, his got, his death. He was okay. He got the most graphic death. For he sure, got the yeah. most graphic death, but he also did the worst job dying. He did the worst job oh, dying. I'm gonna take the, it back. I'm taking it back. That was he's the worst too. Well, it was he's the best actor. And he's also the worst. Doing the worst. This is also due to post production because it's the sound editing. He like stopped talking like halfway through. He, he was like talking halfway through a sentence and then he just went, uh, yeah. And then got, his face froze. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. After he should have definitely died way before that because he got his guts surely should have been ripped out from what happened nope, to him. Speed thirteen. You can't show guts. Sorry, unless they're sausages. <laughs> uh, who worked and who did not for you, Zach? Jared Leto did not work for me. Okay. Um, uh, Matt Smith dancing worked for me, and Al Madrigal worked for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shout out he to him. got the. He got the. I think he's a Bay Area guy. Yeah, um, he is. He's a 49ers fan. Yeah, he got. He got all of the exposition lines, and I think he sold them well. Like he got the like, we haven't had this bad since San Francisco, and like, oh man vampires drain blood i bet we have a vampire on the loose like he he got the the worst lines and did the best with how is he not wearing a, like a like a like a fedora fedora and yeah. a and a and a duster yeah. shouts shout out to them that they did think of vampires immediately but also they didn't do anything in the movie they just literally no, showed they, up they just showed up places and that was it yeah they didn't affect yeah, anybody they they're not real vampires. after 
They showed up after everything had happened in every <laughs> yeah, scene and did nothing. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese, we'll Tyrese did chase chase Morbius one time. He got, he got up the stairs extremely quickly. Real quick. He got up seven flights of stairs in the amount of time that it took for uh, Jared Leto to just think about jumping off the building. Right. And then he didn't jump off the building. And then he let himself get taken in. We don't have to go. We don't. Have, we I don't even know it. what happened in that scene. The, uh, like that his, scene didn't make any sense that, at all. That made zero sense. He was like, he next almost, time we see him, he's in a jumpsuit already. Like, yeah, there's no he got he interview, anything, no evidence. They're just like, you've got a bag of blood and you're in a suit. You're fucking by? in jail now. <laughs> what is, what is <laughs> yeah. he getting pushed by? Is by his own power? Like, I don't know what's I, pushing it towards the edge. What? Like, I think it was just the the wind from like the f- giant fans were just blowing giant him towards force the winds. Okay. Yeah, he's paper thin now. Yeah, he's a bat. He's yeah. like the weight of he weighs like smoke. Oh, I'm, a so I'm a bat. I'm a bat. I'm a bat. We do we both agree? Do we all agree that Matt Smith overacting is the worst part besides Jared Leto <laughs> underacting? I think that's I think that's agreed upon. I yes, but no. So like I agree, his overacting was terrible, but I also think that was the most entertaining part of the movie, and they all should have been overacting on his level. And then I think this is a much better movie. I think the fact that he's grossly overacting and everyone else is underacting is what hurts the movie. Entertaining no is too strong of a word. Page. I got to go back to compelling because it's it's like watching a train wreck. It's not entertaining for me <laughs> to watch a train accident, but damn, I, I'm going to watch uh, a train accident, well, unfortunately. I'll throw this out there. I'm I'm not putting it on her, but Audrey, she, Arjona. for being a scientist, she was wearing her hair pretty loose. At least Morbius had his hair like pinned back she had like strands like ready to fall into anything so as far as acting like a scientist it's part of her blood kink you're kink shaming again she I'm was like not blood good in her. Her you're right i'm kink shaming this is it's my bad my bad i'll take a step back i'll take a step God, back uh we went through a lot of the quotes oh uh friends are defoe if you had to replace any character in this movie with willem defoe and or any of the characters from friends who would they be i'm gonna replace um you have to put willem defoe in this movie i, I just don't see any of the characters from friends really working in this movie uh, you, i would say joey as al madrigal if, like matt leblanc as al madrigal yeah, maybe uh, Chandler is like Chandler's one as of the, the guy that gets murdered by Matt Smith. Mer- yeah, one of the mercenaries, <laughs> as, one of the people that gets Dave murdered. Ross is Michael Morbius. Is yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could be good. Uh, Willem Dafoe. As, I got a blood disorder. Willem Dafoe's Morbius <laughs> is just would be so good in this movie, but it, it's already too it's close too to what old. he's done. Yeah, he's too old. And he's that, too old. I mean, Jared Leto, fifty years like old. Like for the record, Jared Leto's fifty years old. What if Jared Leto is Michael Morbius uh, as himself, but then when he turns into a vampire, he's willing to fight. Jared Leto might be one of the only people in Hollywood that play can play a thirty something year old as a fifty year old. Yeah. Like Willem Dafoe that as the version, as the vampire version. That's that's you, the version you described is the like uh being John Malkovich version of this movie where he just turns into Willem Dafoe <laughs> every, every time he needs I'm to. going to Wales to go act in this film <laughs> that would explain a lot actually make it fresh uh I think that we'll all make it fresh later when we do the reboot yeah, sequel we're just gonna reboot it. yeah that's uh, the only way to do it yeah so now it's time it's for the, the real rotten draft don't 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 all right, yeah, that was good. Uh, we're going to do a vamp draft. Vamp draft. We're each going to draft five vampires. These vamps can be from uh, the cinematic universe of your choice or the TV universe yes. of your choice. No radio. Sorry. I don't no make radio rules. vampires. No pod, no pod <laughs> vamps. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. Uh, 
my first, my only question about this is whether we're not fighting with them or anything. This is just like Vamp Squad. You just want a squad. It could be for whatever purposes you want. Like it could be for taking over the world. It could just be cool vampires to hang out with, right? There's not like a specific. It's just the best. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not fighting or anything. Okay, cool. That's, <laughs> that was really that was my only question. We need to determine a draft order. The way we're gonna do that is. Uh, I'm going to have a number written into my Google. I will put random number generator. Actually, yes, uh, Stephen, you should just do a random list generator. The draft is Stephen, first pick overall. Zach, second pick. Wow. Zach's in the middle every time. Terrible position, in my opinion. And me, get the hot corner. All right. Uh, my number one overall pick before Nick steals it is the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> He's the all-time guy throughout your entire childhood and adulthood, if you know. Wow, Steven goes with Count Von Count. Can you, you have to do a count impression since you're drafting him. One, number one pick. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, okay. Str- strong first pick, but maybe not strong in that it he's 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 a well-known vampire, but maybe not yeah. the best vampire. You leave a lot on the board for me at two. That's um, that's fine. That's fine. I know I know where my uh, allegiance slides. It's all it's all good. Go ahead, Zach. I've, I've got some picks. I'm taking I'm taking number one. I'm taking Nicolas Cage and the Vampire's Kiss. Okay, wow. we could have guessed that. True to his roots. Gotta love it. Nick Cage and Vampire's Kiss. That's the one. That's one of the famous memes. Um, what does he say in that? You don't say, right? Something like that. That's- he has so many. That's an incredible movie for one-liners. <laughs> uh, there's one point where he's yelling the entire alphabet at his secretary because she misfiled something. Um, wow. It's a top-tier Nicolas Cage ranting movie. Okay, well, I'm going to take Blade off the board. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good that's You got to get Blade. He, he's a, he, he can do it all. He kills them, but he's also friends with them. He he's pro vampire, but also understands like how they can be misunderstood. Um, so you gotta love that about the guy. The next choice is where where I'm having some harder issues. I've, so can we all just say how into vampires we've been our whole lives? I gotta say I've never really felt for the vampires. What do you mean you have, didn't fall for? It's the not vampires? quite my thing. I'm just not really into You're it. You're not a scary guy. You're not in a scary thing. Yeah, I'm not a scary guy. Uh, they always kind of. I guess the blood thing really freaks me out. Maybe it's just never really been my bag. Uh, Zach, have you? Are you a vampire guy? I'm not a big vampire guy, but there are certain vampire movies that I love, like The Lost Boys. But not not a big vampire guy. I knew about it. They scared me as a as a kid, mainly thinking that they were real. But then realizing that they're not real, they're you know, it's all it's all allegory. That's that's how I see it. It's all it's all just you know Victorian nonsense, a la Bram Stoker and uh, sexual uh, falling falling by the wayside because you got to cover fucking table legs because they look like human legs and you <laughs> sexual <laughs> desires. <laughs> okay, so here this leads to my next pick and also my next question is do I have to pick a specific one when I say I'm picking Dracula? Uh, yes. I'd say do I don't know. See, I was going to say yes, differentiate, but at the same time like there's really There are so many movie, movie Draculas there's you got to pick. There's a lot of Draculas, there's right? Only like two good movie Draculas though. But there's a couple comedy movie Draculas. Like he, he's been in some stuff. So there's like animated Draculas, there's there's yeah. no Sparatu. You got. Yeah, I think you got to pick them. You got to pick the specific. A one specific Dracula. Okay, All that right. was that was my first question, which leads to me not picking Dracula right. and going with uh, Lestat. 
from uh, wow. from Interview with the Vampire. Wow, that's Brad the Pitt. Oh wait, no, that's yeah. Tom Cruise. I think it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom oh, that, Cruise. Is that, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which is arguably the worst pick, but uh, you know, he's the most he's the most compelling character. Yeah, he is. He, he is the better character, underutilized character in Hollywood because apparently no one can do it better than Tom Cruise. I guess he was on my. So I, I had I had him too. He was on my draft board. Okay, who's who's your uh, nombre too then? My uh, next pick is Colin Farrell in the Fright Night reboot. Oh, the Ooh, reboot the Fright reboot. Night! I uh, just watched reboot the the, the OG Fright Night uh, this last Spooktober. Re- watch the reboot. Great movie with uh with the uh, Anton. Yeah, Anton. Ant- yeah, Anton, Anton Yelkin yeah. and uh, Christopher Mintz Plass. Yeah, oh. CMP's in it too. That's right. Yeah. Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell is just a, the horniest vampire. Oh God, you gotta love that guy. I, I, he, he's aged extremely well in Hollywood too. You thought that he was maybe like could have been a douche, but it turns out he's just like the best guy in the world, and everybody loves him. <laughs> You're just yeah. He there was like a route in the mid two thousands where it was like he had like the McConaughey thing where they were like they were making some weird movie choices. No one was really talking about him, and then. Barrel really turned it around. He yeah. was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep doing cool shit. Yeah, I think right after, like, in Bruges, he was just like, oh, I can be a good actor and just start doing yeah. cool stuff all the time. And then, like, oh, ca- yeah. occasionally Bruges, sure. occasionally <laughs> just get, like, a payday. That, that that was a big turning point, I think. But he's my second pick. Second pick. Colin Farrell, Fright Night. All right, my number two uh, pick is going to have to be Dracula, the Gary Oldman Dracula, because, like I said earlier... That Dracula specifically scared the living hell out of me as a child. Uh, whenever I would see that see that commercial or or see that movie on TV, I refused to watch it until I was probably twenty years old, and then I appreciated it because Gary Oldman's the man, the old man. The some old would man. say, "What's your uh, your turn?" I did my waiting. <laughs> uh, my number three. Hmm. My number three is a toughie. Thinking about this, it's going to be a deep cut. Unfortunately. Or fortunately, just based on the fact that I love the books, the TV show didn't do so well, uh, mainly the fact that they skewed away from the books. It is the master from The Strain. The master being the main main big bad vampire in the TV series and book series uh, known as The Strain, where it's a modern day vampiric invasion. Uh, written by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's a good pick. Wabawiwow. Wabawiwow. Yeah. <laughs> really, really not a great. Not a great TV series, but uh, the books are. Uh, I'm taking <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland from The Lost Boys. Yeah, that, yeah, good pick. Yeah, you, you had to do it at some point. You had to. I had to do it. He fell to me here. He's 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 off the board now. Santa Cruz vampire. I just love picturing them singing the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk theme <laughs> at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Sucking blood out of sucking people on blood the, in the hot summer sun <laughs> on the merry-go-round. <laughs> Kiefer. It's a uh, a friend of the kill or friend of the uh, you know real rotten podcast Joel Schumacher movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. Is, uh, is. Joel Schumacher, yeah. maybe the most uh, hot and cold director of all time, possibly. He is. He's right up there. Hot yeah, and cold. He is, he's he's mostly cold. Maybe, mostly maybe. cold. Mostly cold. But maybe because he's dead. <laughs> Sorry. He does a lot of good ones. I'm thinking. Are you? There's a lot of vampires still out there. So do I? Do I just go? populist pick or do i uh, get weird when do i start getting weird with my vampire picks i i did the first thing i like to do in these is think of the word and then think of the first ones that pop into my head and they should probably be closer to the top of my list because you know of course first ones that come to your head but i wanted to pick a true blood person but i just didn't really watch true blood so i just don't have that connection to it but some but something that i did watch and something that an actor that i do love even though i might not love his character is edward cullen i'm taking our pad as 
Edward Cullen. Really horrible. Just because I love the disdain that he has for his character and that he thinks that Edward Cullen's a creep and that it doesn't make any sense. And the irony is really pulling me in. So um, number three for my team, number nine overall, Robert Pattinson is Edward Cullen. And then after that, I think I'm going to go with Aaliyah from Queen of the Damned. What? Have you seen Queen of the Damned? (laughs) I have seen Queen of the Damned. It's and just her spinning in circles for 10 minutes. It's a bad movie. It's a very, very bad movie. I'm going to give you that. It's maybe one of the worst movies I've seen in a while. But she, she's hardcore. She's hardcore in it. <laughs> she's Aaliyah. So okay. Aaliyah and Queen That's, of the Damned. I like that pick. She was on my list, too. She's got a good outfit in it. It's Aaliyah. Yeah. You know, it's Aaliyah. End of the day. She's hard to argue she's with. My next pick, I'm bringing in Willem Dafoe from Shadow of the Vampire. Dang, it's Count Shrek. Wow, good for yeah. you. Why, you, why, why, you got a you got an all star cast cast in your. If this was a vampire movie, you would have Nick Cage, Colin Farrell, Kiefer Sutherland, and Willem Dafoe playing uh, vampires in your movie. Dafoe and Nick Cage going head to head as vampires. Oh uh, my I god! If so if they were all like part of different uh, families, you know, fighting over a birthright or something, I would I'd be fucking in. And then I give my four and five. Is that how it works? Yeah, you get your uh, last yep. two picks. Round them out. Oh boy. Okay, my number four, honorable mention, uh, even though I've probably only seen one of these movies. Nosferatu. No, it's... Putting them down. No, no, you got me. It's uh, Celine, Kate Beckinsale's character in the Underworld series. Underworld. Because she's just an ass kicker, and you took uh, Blade from me, so I'm going to take Celine from you. So that's my number four. I didn't know that she had her name was Celine. I I thought she was just like Underworld Lady. <laughs> You're Mr. Underworld. Good for Kate Beckinsale that she did carve out a little bit of action for herself. And then uh, rounding out my list, number five is going to go to Cassidy, the the vampire from the Preacher series. Also a better better comic oh. book than a TV show. Good show, good show. Cassidy, good character too. Yeah, great character. Uh, played by, uh, what's his face? The guy from uh, This Is England. Yeah. And uh, something else. Okay. He has a good pick. I forgot he that I forgot uh, yeah, that show I, existed. I didn't know that he was yeah. a guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. My next pick was gonna be Kate Beckinsale, so you you took that from me. So I'm going with Stephen Dorff in Blade. Yeah, Deacon Frost, baby. <laughs> Stay frosty. Frost. Yes, Stephen Dorff, Deacon Frost, uh, great villain. The CG in that movie has not aged well. There's a scene where Blade cuts him in half, and his body, his top half, flies into the air with like very blobby CGI blood, and then like rejoins his lower half yeah uh, and it does not look good no it does not look good uh I, however it's 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 good it's a good look campy wise when he explodes into like a blood a blood bubble his blood bubble explodes i thought that that's that's aged well in a campy what sort of way yeah oh i i still enjoy the shit out of blade but yeah some of the effects in that movie uh should have stayed in the 90s the new blade's gonna fucking rule i think i really, hope I really so. think it's gonna rule really hope i so. got high hopes for mahershala ollie and his sidekick john snow yeah and his sidekick <laughs> that's what that part makes me a little worried uh hey, why is kid harrington in that kid movie? harrington i don't know how the greatest if he has the greatest taste in the world also but probably oscar isaac will be in it too would be my guess a little moon knight action that's the rumor you're gonna get a little moon so. knight action you might get a little you might get a little more action. i don't know uh. you might get a little werewolf by night uh Were- action too. Werewolf by night <laughs> We're saying nutty things because they're not true. <laughs> so my final, the final pick of the draft. I'm gonna have to follow my heart on this one. And you know who you're gonna pick. You know it. You know it's a woman. Just want to say that it's not a woman. Wow, is it woman adjacent? It is true to my roots. 
true to my roots, it is Count Dracula from the musical A Taste of Blood by Peter from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> I knew you were going to fit a Muppet in here somehow. So I, fit, I put the Muppet in. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a Dion Waiters moment in that movie. That 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 Muppet is an all time Muppet in that it's a musical Muppet. All time character yeah. for a one act play. Yeah, a one act play <laughs> about Dracula finding love. I die, I die. And when I see Van Helsing, day. I swear to God, I will slay him. <laughs> so uh, Count Dracula from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the Muppet. That's that's the, that's the last pick. Uh, close, close. Honorable mentions. Uh, Count Chocula. Of course, I got to give honorable mentions. Blackula. Yeah, Blackula was on there. Blackula. Bella the Ghost. Dracula. Um, who's the vampire? Uh, uh, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. She's not a real vampire. Is though. she a vampire? No. That's, that's she turns into know. a vampire. She right? does turn into vamp. I really feel like her. she did at some point. We can't count her. We'd have to do Angel. Angel instead. That's yeah. who was woman. A- Angel. Angel was Spike. Yeah, Spike. Spike, Spike, and Angel were definitely close to my list, but I wasn't that. Uh, I just wasn't uh, that close you, to Buffy. You know, I used to watch Angel a lot in middle school. From Dust Till Dawn, Hi. wasn't Salma? Wasn't she? A, yeah, she was. Hayek, yeah, the, she was the Satanico was... Pandemonium. That's yeah. the band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had Leslie Nielsen from Dracula Dead and Loving That's It. Great. Uh, <laughs> it was my honorable mention. No, <laughs> I never drink wine. Skarsgård, uh, you mentioned him earlier. A, a yeah, good vampire in that he just looks like a vampire in general. Yeah. I mean, all Swedish people do. And now he's going to look like a... Uh, Nordic. A Nordic. Vampire. The Northman. Northman coming out soon. Uh, we're we're going to find out. We're going to learn today. And now it's time to play the game. Reboot, sequel, prequel. You can choose any of those. Uh, you either reboot Morbius, make a sequel for it, <laughs> or a prequel for it. Prequel seems like a bad decision, so uh, we'll see what we do for the other two. What if the prequel is like the biopic of oh. Dr. Emil Nicholas oh. and like how he is that like where, a, is it's that like where you're going to go before drama. you get into this? No, no, okay, no, okay. no, we're doing all the reboot. Come on. <laughs> we're reca- recasting. We're redoing yeah, this movie. Redo this movie to make it uh, make scratch. it fresh. Yeah, make it fresh from scratch. I uh, I think that we we do a director, we do a Morbius, we do a Milo, and Philo Pilo. And then cast, and then cast one of the other wild card characters. Uh, it doesn't have to be; it can be whoever. And and then give a, a slightly different plot description. How about that? Does that work? I mean, it's that where you do let the there be Morbius, story. and it's just <laughs> a full-on where you throw in Venom, <laughs> Carnage is back for some reason. Uh, Woody Harrelson is in it. Uh, you know, you get uh, Morbius too, you, too you, fast, you too Morbius. Mike, yeah, too fast. Yeah, you throw Michael Keaton in there. Vin Diesel's in it now. He's got family. Uh, yeah, just overload it. Yeah, that's the... You other. just overload it with every character you can think of. Doesn't matter why or what they're there for. It didn't matter in this movie. It shouldn't matter in the sequel. <laughs> but I think a reboot is the... Morbius, a new legacy starring the Eternals in the Fantastic Four. The So the reboot that I had in, in mind, if you're going to... If we're going to give me some new cast members and a new director, you're going to... It's going to have to be... To play to play uh, Matt Smith's character, that that's got to be a a good uh, skeevy bad guy. So I'm I'm leaning towards uh, David Tennant if we're gonna if we're gonna go British because he's he's skeevy, he can be bad and and uh, another Who Do- and another Doctor Who. He's a better Doctor Who. I'm sorry, I said it. I don't even watch Doctor Who. I already know he's a better <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> I think that's pretty. Uh, I don't know. I I'm not gonna wade into those waters. Yeah. Well, come on, c- bring it on, you buttertooth Brits. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the role for if we're gonna do wild card, I'm changing. 
I'm taking out I'm taking out Tyrese and putting Tyrese in the comedic in Al Madrigal's role. So I'm taking out Al Madrigal by proxy, and I'm playing in the serious FBI agent's role. Uh, plot twist: Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham as a serious uh, as a serious FBI agent, and then, and then you get is Tyrese as the. That was my theory on this movie: is that Tyrese signed up to be the funny partner, and then they whoever was the serious one dropped out. So then he moved into that role, and now Madrigal swooped into the other one. Yeah, they they had a magical Madrigal saves the day. I'm pretty sure that that's what happened. Uh, Michael Morbius will. Uh, no, no other person I could think of 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 playing a uh, a Greek. Uh, Greek American uh, superstar than uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> so Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> just because he's Greek. <laughs> no, it's um, no, it's going to be um, oh, who's the, who's the who's the hairy buff guy, the guy from The Hobbit. What's his name? The, the hairy buff guy, Oak and Shield, Thor and Oak and Shield in The Hobbit. Oh, okay, yeah, the the buffest, the sexy buffest, uh, the guy who dwarf, dies in the dwarf. End, yeah. yeah, the the king dwarf who dies. in King the end. dwarf, yeah, yeah, Thor and Oak and Shield. Whoever whoever that guy is, he's a, he's going to be in a new movie soon, I think. Yeah, he's supposed to be something. Uh, help me out here, uh, Zach, if you can. Richard Armitage. Yeah, Armitage. Richard Armitage. Oh yeah, he was in uh, what uh, Hannibal season three. Right, he played the Red Dragon. Yes, he was. He was uh, what? Francis Hiredal. Yeah, he's Francis Hiredal. Um Yeah, him as Michael Morbius, I believe, because he'd pull off the uh, Eastern European accent. Yeah, well. he looks creepy. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, and he's creepy. Movie directed by who originally should have done this, F. Gary Gray. So you got. Or Fuqua. So F. Gary Gray directing Richard Armitage as Morbius. Bo Burnham is sliding into as the. Agent Simon. Okay, sliding into the Madrigal role. No. Setting into the serious role. Serious role. Tyrese taking the magical role. Yeah, Bo Burnham is very tall, so I guess that could work. Yeah. Uh, and then who was your Milo? Uh, my Milo was David. David Tennant. Yeah. Okay. Well, big British cast. <laughs> I think you just made another Morbius. <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be good, especially Richard Armitage being super serious all the time. <laughs> F. Gary Gray is is uh, a choice, I will say. F. Gary Gray or Fuqua? Gary Gray because uh, um, Italian job. Love the Italian job. Yeah, love the Italian job. Love the Italian job. Sorry. Job. Find me on the street and tell me the Italian job's bad, and I'll punch you in the fucking nose. <laughs> A lot of people would, would tell you on the street. No, nobody would ever do that. Zach, do you have yours? Yeah, we're doing a reboot. Uh, Morbius, Michael Morbius is now played by Ben Schwartz. Oh, Milo is now played by Tim Robinson. Oh wow. Uh, okay, now this and- is this is okay. And this is now being directed by, um, I've got a couple options. Uh, I'm thinking Michael Showalter is directing this. Yeah. I'm thinking anyone from David Wayne, you know, anyone from Wet Hot American Summer is is directing this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, one, of, one of Stella, one of the Stellas. <laughs> the, the two cops are played by Ken Marino and... Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Maloney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all, oh yeah, Christopher Maloney in in his uh, in, in his, his wheel Vietnam, in his fucking wheelhouse. Weird Vietnam uh, role though. His weird Vietnam cook. <laughs> yeah, with with an elaborate backstory. Yeah. That's that's where I'm going. That's how I'm making Morbius again. Uh, we did the the bleak dark tone and it sucked. So we're gonna make it fun. Take we're gonna make it fun. We haven't seen a a, a, a superhero movie do that, like an actual Marvel or DC movie. Uh, they always, like yeah, they always go, they always go halfway. No, they get like into pre-production and then they leave over creative differences, and they're like, they wouldn't let me make a goofy screwball comedy. Yeah, yeah, but at the same like flip the, side of the coin, Deadpool is that, well, but it's but well, it's like not the, like constant. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's like fake. 
right. fake self-aware yeah the it's like the phil lord the lord miller solo would have been amazing probably mm, and yeah. then like the edgar wright ant-man would have edgar just wright been great been fantastic yeah edgar yeah, wright i, I did edgar wright i did consider for this this job but i i considered him as well uh him james gunn they were they were on the list of people who i thought would i think yeah so, so my reboot i want to stay in the divisive lane I want people to either really love or hate this movie. Um, it just feels like the type of comic book character that people should either love or hate. And like after you leave it, you think, wow, that movie really made me feel bad. That's that's what I want people to walk out of when they see this new updated version. Because it's directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, your boy, <laughs> Steven. We're ending this podcast. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Zach. Uh, had a great, great time with you. No, it's been directed by Steven. Real, honestly, he was also on my list when I was thinking. piece of shit. Directors. You both, you both yeah, was, should make out like, with each other and then and then put a gun to both your head a la Nick Cage and Bangkok Dangerous. God. I was like, what's the, the lobster version of this movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And... Um, I think that you you and you got to bring back one of his players. You got to bring Colin Farrell. He, he plays that. he plays Milo. He he has uh, he has experience playing a vampire. He knows how to do it. He would be good as like the uh, make him a little eccentric, you know, like Milo. He could he could do a, a lot of what Matt Smith did, but also like keep it grounded enough to where you're not like is that guy wearing a mask? I can't tell if that's his face. <laughs> like that, that's one thing you're not going to think oh, about. Oh, so Colin Farrell as the penguin. Yeah, <laughs> Colin Farrell as the penguin. Colin Farrell as the penguin. Colin Farrell and Matt Smith face. Yeah, yeah. Smith uh, Colin Farrell is going to win an Oscar for that. Mark my dang words. Um, and then, so the Morbius role is really the hardest one. I was trying to think of somebody that could... Uh, Who's your wild card role then? So, so the, the, wild card, the wild card I'll get to. But okay. my number, my first thought was Riz Ahmed. But I think he's too short to he's play short. Morbius. And he was already in Venom. Oh, yeah. And he was already in Venom. Venom. Oh, yeah. He was back in Venom. Okay. Yeah. So good. So he's out. So I can, I can forget about that. What about uh, your our guy Dev? Put Dev Patel in more movies. <laughs> put Dev Patel in more movies. But I'll, okay. I'll put Dev in the, in the wild card spot. Okay. I'll make Dev. Um, there's got to be a role for him. Oh, he's he's the new doctor instead of Jared Harris. <laughs> so he's Emil? Yeah. Dr. Emil Nicola. He's Dr. Emil. <laughs> Just wearing hella old face at the end. <laughs> Dev Patel is Dr. Nicholas. Uh, I think he's going to do a great job as Dr. Nicholas. He's more of like their friend. He's not like an old man this time. He's like more of their friend who became a doctor, yeah. too. And he can and stay he, having a British accent. Yeah, he like helps him out. And uh, so he, and you would care when he dies. If, if like Jared Harris, you didn't really get enough to know him enough to care yeah. that he died. Dev Patel, the second I see him on screen, I'm like, if that guy dies, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done I'm with this out. movie. I'm this movie out. fucking sucks. So it all comes down to Morbius. You got to choose somebody lanky. They got to be vampire-esque to begin with. So I'm going to, I'm Googling. No, you're not. Lanky actor. Yeah, you, no, you're not. <laughs> and there's only one guy and he's on my list of weirdest looking guys. And it's Cody Smith McPhee. <laughs> He already was a creature of the night. He was a nightcrawler. <laughs> Cody Smith McPhee, he is for sure uh, Morbius. He, he would take it very seriously. He would be weird with Yorgos. And uh, he would definitely make every single person so uncomfortable that they would leave the movie either thinking that was the greatest experience they've ever had or that they can't sleep that night. He will walk up and Yorgos will 100% agree with him to do this. Can I just walk up to a random person on the street and just bite their neck? <laughs> yeah. That is a great idea. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, a lot of Yorgos hate coming through here. Well, oh, just on my end. Trust me, it's, it's just me. No, it's, it's just it's me. Steven's number one hated director of all time. Actually, <sighs> I think Killing of a Sacred Morbius. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Vampire Tooth. Uh, but if you had to guess the top five sexiest lanky actors, who who would you say? Just off the top of your head, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's just, good. Yeah, he's the OG. Uh, Pat Pattinson. Uh, I don't think he was lanky and lean before. Yeah, he's he's not short. Uh, um, lanky and lean actors. Well, it looks it's, like is uh, Matt Lillard lanky. He's oh, lanky. Eddie Redmayne. He's he, he's a bit he's a bit uh, lanky. He seems like a guy that would be shorter. In Adrian person. Brody. Shorter. If he wasn't, if he wasn't Adrian so Brody, definitely could could be into it. Allegedly, Garfield's tall. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. I guess made the list of uh, lanky lanky boys. Uh, DJ Qualls. Anyway, moving on. Uh, was this movie better than The Big Green? No. Uh, Zach, have you seen The Big Green yet? No, this movie's not better than okay. The Big Green. Okay. All right. Well, Glad we agree there. Definitely uh, be 0%. Let's just end it right there. I'm not going to re I'm going to I'm going to leave it at I think 16. It's going to drop. It's going to drop. It went up. It was at 16. It, it's back up to 17. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's got 255 reviews, so it's not really going anywhere. Uh, I'm really glad that it did come down into the range, though. Uh, it was bound uh, to happen. As the under 25 podcast. D- d- the definitive. As the definitive podcast for movies underneath 25% of Ron Japan. Yeah. Um, th- this, uh, this, it was inevitable for, for one of these Sony movies to, to careen, uh, down because it almost happened with, uh, uh Venom 2 Electric Boogaloo and it kind of happened with the original Venom, uh, getting what? The original Venom was lower, I think. And then it shot back up incredibly to like 38%, something like that. <laughs> incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly. It survived our, our, our wrath. Um, uh, Zach, what would you re-rate this as? Thirty percent of rotten you tomatoes. You said the you said the final final four, uh, Fantastic Four was was nine percent. Nine, yeah, nine. I'm giving this an eight percent. Then there you go, just it's, under. It's below that. Uh, that movie fucking sucked, but this was worse. That movie was just an unbelievable misfire. It's just insane how that movie didn't work. Josh Trank with yeah, with that's like, another movie that was just butchered in editing. Yeah, uh, Michael B, Miles Teller, Kate Mara, and Jamie Bell, like. Four people that if you put them in a movie, I'd be like, I'll probably see that movie. I don't know. I don't and know. you know, you had Doctor Doom just exploding people's heads yeah. with his mind. Oh, like, there was some cool. There was some cool stuff in there. Spoiler alert! He's a mess. Speaking of Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom's a bad guy. If you haven't seen any of the, oh, no, it? he's not originally. He's not marketed in that uh, Fantastic Four. That's the thing. Was he not? Did no. they? The original I, one, he is. He's marketed in it, but not in and, the, uh, not in the remake. Oh, the uh, was I was gonna actor. say, uh, Matt Smith as Doctor Doom. People have been uh, fan casting him in that role. Oh, well, that's, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, not now. Uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. Who was him? Toby, Toby Kebbell. Toby yeah, the the guy, that guy, real that guy, real that guy. Toby, he's Kebbell. a real that, that guy, that British yeah. guy. Yeah, no wonder it failed. It was a terrible casting role for Doctor Doom. Uh, uh, my rating. What's your blurb? You already did. Your, I thought you can give him a zero. You know how to zero. Zero percent movie. I'm going. I'm going against the grain here again. I'm going to give it the average uh, age range that Jared Leto um, <laughs> uh, sexual partners are, and that's twenty percent. Twenty. Twenty. Son. If uh, she can buy cigarettes, she can hang out with me. High. Yeah. 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 It's too damn high. We'll join. To <laughs> it's too damn. Just like the rent. Your blurb, Stephen. 
my blurb. My blurb is this is for all you uh, uh, creatures of the night um, who sleep without fright, who don't uh, leave on the light. This movie is not for the bright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real, real poetic. I liked it. Okay, yeah. cool. I like that alliteration. <laughs> Uh, mine is Morbius. No, thank you. You can leave me out of it. So, Morbus. <laughs> Morbis. Morbi. Morbi. Morbi is definitely like the Minions crossover with this movie. It's, uh, yeah, it's, mo- it's, it's uh, instead of Minions, it's just little Mobis. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd, I'd watch that. We're all mere stars. Zach, what's your blurb? Uh, I, mine is just like the victims in this movie, you will leave drained. As well, mm, uh, mm, ah. that's a very horny uh, blurb. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sexually drained. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah. <what> you meant. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> this movie wasn't horny enough, in my opinion. No, yeah, could have been no, way horny. It, was, it had some kink, not. but it was not horny enough for sure. There needed to be more. Uh, Much hornier. If Jared Leto's majority scenes without his shirt, Jared, Jared were just, after he's just kind of asexual, in my opinion. Well, especially when he had blood disorder, and you could see yeah. his spine. <laughs> What about those? We didn't really talk about the effects at all, but like that effect in particular was the most disturbing one. Yeah, yeah, the one that made him look like like a shriveled body, like he was about to die. Oh god, that freaked me. I feel like that is Jared Leto's real body, and the CG (laughs) was when he was buffed afterwards. You could be right. No, I I was thinking about that while watching the film. Real recommendations, Zach. You should go first because you saw a movie today. Huh. I did. I came straight here from a screening of uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Wow. Uh, filmed by the Daniels, which I thought was just a pretentious name, but it's because they're actually two directors. But yeah, it's just two guys named, named Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> two guys named Daniel. They just, they're calling themselves Daniels, which is great. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, which is a good job. There's a follow-up. They did uh, Swiss Army Man a few years ago. Um, yeah, I know. I love they've, was, they've been tweeting a lot about like if you weren't with us at Harry Potter Fart Guide, then you're not, <laughs> then you don't ride with us you now. You get to be here for amazing sci fi <laughs> yeah. action movie. Uh, that movie's great. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Spectacular. Michelle Yeoh is incredible. The whole cast is incredible. It's it's fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. Did every, anyone realize that they got their start? One of their starting uh, gigs was uh, doing the single for Turn Down for What? I know the no video. Idea. Yeah, they did the music video. The music video. Yeah, yeah. for the classic Little John song. Classic. Turn li- down for Will. Yeah, yeah. Little John and apparently DJ Snake. Uh, real recommendation, Nick. Uh, I am reading a book again. I know, humble brag. Have been like reading seven books all at once, but this is the book that I keep thinking about after I'm, I'm done reading it. I haven't finished it yet. I'm not even halfway. It's called White Noise, Dom DeLillo. Uh, it's from the 80s. It is being made into a movie by Noah Baumbach. But it's pretty good. It's extremely well written. And it it's just kind of like sticking with me a lot. And as I'm reading it, I find it unique in a lot of ways. So that's my rec. It's pretty light pretty for light. the most part. My, <clears throat> my real recommendation is going to have to be the limited Netflix series. What's it called again? Oh, I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna butcher the name. Moon Knight. <laughs> Are you thinking of Moon Knight? 
Uh, have you seen the first two episodes? No, I have not seen Moon Knight. Oh, okay. uh, I'm, I'm going to stream it. Um, I'm going to stream it when it's all done. My real recommendation is a limited uh, documentary series on Netflix called Worst Roommate Ever. Specifically, watch the first episode because it takes place in downtown Sacramento. Um, it is about a late. It's, it's all individual stories. Like um, you're the third person that's re- recommended that to me. Well, there you go. Um, and I told them that this was already a channel on, it was already a series on the ID. Yeah, it's called in, Forensic investigation, <laughs> investigation channel. Yeah, it's it's something that exists already, but Netflix does it better because they can curse yeah. um, and, and show blood and weird weird pictures. Uh, the first episode is there about... Is there a lot a, of blood in Worst Roommate ever? There's, well, it's in, in like animated, animated violent sequences. Is there a... No, maybe in, only in the first episode. The first one's that freaky one with the old lady, right? With the old lady in Sacramento yeah. who takes people's social security checks. That, yeah. I watched that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot it of was, them are good. Yeah, it was good. That's all, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us for the Morbius Emergency Pod. Thank you, Zach, for spending your Friday night with us. We greatly appreciate it. I'm glad you got to get all this off your chest. And we're looking forward uh, to the, uh, the Craven the Hunter podcast because that's going to be bad. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I I know. You need to call me the second the uh, Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie comes out. If oh that movie yeah, gets below twenty five percent. That will be in another emergency podcast. Situation. I'd hope so because I uh, I'm a Baz Luhrmann guy, so I I'm really hoping for the best for that movie. I mean, uh, Tom Hanks in that movie turn is turning in the most bizarre performance I think I've ever <laughs> seen from him. I can't wait for it. I'm gonna take a. 12 pack of beer with me to the movie theater uh, <laughs> yeah. and just go to town. Oh, that that has some real drug movie of the year vibes. That's a good point. That's a good point. All musicals are just to let you know. Well, musicals are great. If you're drunk. So, uh, this is <laughs> watch, watch that, uh, Rotten Tomatoes score with great anticipation. <laughs> great anticipation. Uh, thank you, Zach. Once again, uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, thank you, audience. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on all the social media. Give us an email. Uh, recommend a movie that you want to uh, come talk about. By yeah, all sure. means, uh, we're, we're taking all orders. We're not popular. Um, just in our heads. Uh, this has been real rotten. Keep it real. Stay rotten. And uh, adios. Hey. <laughs> I get it.